Hi everybody, this is Gary. Welcome to a midweek supplement from the Cycling Legends podcast, powered by vivlavello.cc. Uh, the noises you heard in the intro was the, the sound of Belgium come to Glasgow um, as we stood atop the Moor de Montrose at, uh, what, 11 days ago now since the, the Women's World Championships road race, um, which concluded um, the mega UCI World Cycling Championships um, held in Glasgow over the, the, the preceding 13 days. Um, it was an incredible week or so um, in Glasgow on the track, on the road, PMX, mountain bike, cycle ball, you name it. It all happened and this is the, the inaugural mega event that will take place every four years now um, in the year preceding. Um, the Olympics. Um, I was fortunate enough to get into uh, Glasgow on the, the day of the women's road race um, and take a few pictures, see the racing up close. Um, and I, I, I hope that introduction captured a bit of the the uh, the sound, if not the smells, um, of Glasgow um, and of road racing. And it was just, it was brilliant. Um, we'll talk a bit about um, the race, um, which I wanted to mention because obviously we previewed it the last time we spoke. Um, that, however, was the, the week before I broke my foot, which is kind of why things have been a bit delayed this time around. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Tour of Scandinavia, which uh, um, the latest Women's World Tour race, um, which is underway in Norway and Denmark. And um, Stage 2 is raging as as I speak. Uh, and we're also going to say gracias Annemiek van Vleuten, who is in her second last race of her career, which seems a bit strange. Um, in some respects, uh, we've only just gotten to know you, Annemiek. So, the Women's UCI World Road Race Championships um, were held in Glasgow, um, as I just said, um, 11 days ago, now a week past Sunday, um, and we saw a cracking race, um, which followed a route from Loch Lomond side down um, to, to Glasgow with six l- laps of a, a technical 14 kilometre circuit um, around the city centre. Um, we saw a few t- feints, a few attacks, uh, we saw some frustration as uh, uh, Lotta Kapeki tried to um, manage some of the, the early breaks uh, with the, the Belgian team. Um, she was um, aided no end by Sana Kant, um, by, um, you know, amongst other teammates, and really did, spent a day where it looked like at some points the race could have gone away for. Um, we saw the, at least Chabby, um, Canyon Stramrider, riding for uh, Switzerland, looking like she might have made a move that could have gone away and could have stayed away. Um, she had about a minute and a half on the chasing pack with around three laps to go. Um, and it was actually the Dutch team, Annemiek van Vleuten, um, the aforementioned, um, really leading the chase um, and dragging things back um, with Rihanna Marcus, um, obviously working for um, Demi Volering and looking to um, sign off on a, a fabulous summer for the, the Tour de France fam winner. Um, it all came together um, again with around six or seven kilometres going inside the, the final lap. Um, Cicely Utrecht Ludwig. Um, jumped away uh, with about 7k remaining um, never quite managed to get a gap uh, on the chasing pack um, and it was uh, Kapeki who bridged uh, from the, the main group to, to catch her um, and then ultimately leave her um, in the dust 
um, as she pretty much soloed for the best part of five and a half kilometres um, to her 11th win of the season. And, a, and an emotional uh, win for, for the Belgian who has had, uh, if you've been listening, if you've been following the women's peloton uh, this year, it's a really difficult um, season off-road um, because of you know, the death of, of her brother earlier in the year. Um, and it was just, she looked like a, a woman reborn. And if you've seen Lotta's social media um, over the last 10 days, um, she just looks so relaxed and so, um, I don't want to say so human. She always comes across as very professional in her, her social media. She just looks like the weight of the world has been lifted off her shoulders. Um, and... You know, it's difficult not to be delighted for her. Um, on the day, the Demi Vollering pipped Cicely Trip Ludwig uh, on the line, pretty much seven seconds adrift, um, to take silver uh, for the Netherlands. Um, and a 1-2 for SD Works, if we're still talking about trade teams. Um, further back, four and a half minutes back, we saw the, the under-23 uh, honours being battled out. Um, Hungary's Blanka Vass, um, another SD Watch rider, um, w- being ahead in a, a sprint group that contained Sharon Van Anroy um, and uh, Anna Shackley. Um, so that, that was your, your under 23 podium. Um, it, it was just, as I said, I'm sure you can hear it in, you, in my voice and as we've been speaking about it in the, in the run up. Um, it was just an incredible race. It was a dry race, which was. Um, a relief if, if anybody had seen the men's under 23 race the day before there was a particular corner um, that certainly I was standing at in the final on, on, the, on the the last day um, a, a sharp right hander um, downhill which was causing the, the under 23 men's a lot of problems um, no such problem for the women's race um, and just an incredible spectacle um, and, a, and a festival of women's cycling so um, congratulations to, to Lotta Kapeki as I said taking up her 11th um, win of the season, her third gold of the games, having won the uh, the point race and the uh, the elimination race on the track. Um, her third Glasgow Harry Highland coup, um, which seems to be almost as sought after as a rainbow jersey. Um, although you won't get abuse if you uh, if you can if you buy a, a, a Harry Highland coup, which apparently are available on pre-order. Such was their uh, their success over the uh, the fortnight in Glasgow. As I said at the start of the show, the uh, Women's World Tour continues apace uh, with the uh, Women's Tour of Scandinavia, which commenced yesterday, Wednesday, in Norway. Um, There's a five-stage race, which will conclude on Sunday uh, in Denmark. Um, It follows a very similar kind of pattern to the the, the race last year that was won by Cecil Utrup Ludwig. We've got three fairly... Um, I was going to say fairly flat, they're certainly rolling flat stages um, and if anybody saw yesterday's um, stage into Halden you'll have seen two pretty spiky um, ascents of a climb on, on the circuit um, on a stage that um, it looked like Cecil Lutrup Ludwig was going to win on her birthday no less um, but who else, it was Team SD Works and it was Lorena Wiebes 
um, who blew out the candles early for her, um, taking the win ahead of Trek Segafredo's um, Elisa Balsamo on the line with Cecily at least making the podium. Um, uh, you know, an exciting stage. Um, stage two, um, today's stage, is, I guess you could euphemistically call it the Queen's stage because it's um, not quite a direct uh, copy of last year's stage five, um, but finishes in uh, Norafiel um, with a climb up the uh, the 10 kilometer 5.1%. Dupsion, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly, um, climb um, before rolling into the finish in Norafiel. And this was the stage that, stage five last year that Cecily Triplude would go on, um, giving her the the, uh, the GC lead um, and, and ultimately the GC victory. Um, stage three is tomorrow is a... Uh, um, it's a 135-stage run from Kongsberg to Larvik. Um, it's got a couple of um, categorised claims in the middle before again. An uphill sprint we're probably talking about. Um, and it's it's one that I suspect might lend itself again to somebody um, like Lorena Weebus uh, before Saturday's um, time trial, which is basically pan flat. It actually finishes lower than it starts by about two metres. Um, I think, yeah, it does in fact fit 59 metres above sea level, finishing 57. There you go. Um, the Herning time trial. Um, and then Sunday's stage um, from Middelfart to Haderslev. Um, these two stages in Denmark. Um, again, a similar profile, categorised climbs in the middle and then an uphill finish. Um, it's, 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 it's good to be back racing again, but it does kind of emphasise this compressed... Um, season that it seems to be just the, the amount of racing that's happening in such a short space of time, and it, weirdly, it's you know it's eleven days since the uh, the World Road Race Championships, and it was only two weeks before that that the the Tour de France Fam avec Zwift um, concluded. Uh, so the teams that are lining up, obviously uh, Cecily Ludwig um, leads the FTJ Suez uh, team. Um, Movie star led by Annemiek van Vluten. Today, and it's happening as we speak, and by the time this, this show goes out, you'll probably know the result. This does sound like it looks like a kind of, could be an Annemiek van Vluten day as well with a climb like that at the end. 10, ten kilometres, yeah, food and drink to, to meek. Um, Jumbo Visma, don't bring uh, Marina Voss this time. Uh, Tuncha Bikus um, leads... Leads the line up there. Um, a, an SD Works team that normally you would probably describe as, you know, as one of the lesser teams, um, but I think everybody in that uh, in that lineup, at least most of them, have won a race this season. Lorena Weebus, Barbara Gurashi, um, Christina Myers, uh, Femke Marcus, Nee Fisher Black, and Lonika Unikin. Um, you're, you're not going to mess with a team like that. Um, at least Shabby, who we were talking about earlier, um, you're, you're just looking. Looked like she could have just held on to pole position at, um, at the uh, the World Race in Glasgow. Um, she's part of a Canyon Sram team that looks fairly tasty. Um, in fact, Sarah Paladin finished fourth yesterday. Um, EF Education, Tipco, Silicon Valley Bank, one of their last races um, before some of the riders at least moved to join EF Education. Cannondale um, as the EF Education put their, their sponsorship behind a new team rather than renewing with the the uh, uh, Linda Jackson's team that um, has um, been in women's cycling since, I think, 2007, which is a shame to see that team go, um, and yet you know, we still retain the, the EF Education name. Um, so there's a lot of 
you know, a lot of good stuff uh, and a lot of big uh, names still hanging around. You know, Trekker there with Lisa Balsamo with Lizzie Dine and Brogy Chapman. Um, and so and so, it's 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 by no means uh you know an end of season feel to the race, um competitive racing, yeah, but decent climbing, um and you know it's a world tour race, so there's a lot, lot to lot to ride for, um it's you know it's on Eurosport which is great, it's on YouTube so it's 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 you know it's it's meeting all the all the all the criteria that we want to see for women racing, um. It should have been, um, I think originally when this year's race was planned, it was going to be 10 stages potentially with um, races in Sweden and the, and the Vergarda uh, type stuff. Um, that didn't come to pass, so I think the nearest it get to or gets to uh, to Sweden was uh, yesterday's stage, which was down towards the border. Um, uh, but five stages of racing, um, concluding on Sunday, as I said, um, and it's, you know, I think it's shaping up to be another cracker. Now, one rider at the Tour of Scandinavia is, of course, last year's world champion, Annemiek van Vluten, who rides her penultimate race in a, a career um, that started back in 2007, um, when she took up amateur cycling, age 25, um, and has seen her subsequently win no fewer than 103 times uh, on, on the line and, and in GC. Um, and actually, I probably wouldn't bet against her making it 104 um, before the uh, Tour of Scandinavia is out, um, I sometimes think that uh, we we kind of underappreciate Anamik. Um, and you know, I, I was watching Team Movistar or, or Road Team Movistar put out a, um, a video montage um, simply entitled "Gracias Meek," um, and it was quite emotional looking back and seeing her as. Um, I still think of her as a relatively new rider, and that's you know that's that's ignorance on my part. Um, and it was very much that crash at uh, the Rio Olympics in 2016 that kind of focused Annemiek van Vluten in, in people's attentions. Um, and yet she started pro racing in 2010. Um, she was 28 when she turned full time, um, which you know is. I don't want to say comparatively old, but it's comparatively old. Um, she started um, racing the year after uh, Mariana Voss did, um, who was five years her junior. Um, and turning pro full-time in 2010, she then suddenly won, or subsequently won, um, the Ronda van Drenthe, um, a, a race which um, features quite prominently in the, the early season women's calendar. Um 2011, she was the World Cup Series overall winner. She won the, the Women's Tour of Flanders, she won um, the Vergada, uh, and she won the Grand Prix Plouet. Um, again, these are big races. Um, but I, I think that she raced, or she, the early part of her career was very much whilst the the star, the Voss star, if you like, was in the ascendancy um, and has kind of been... Um, Overlooked in some respects until you know later on in her career. Um, as I said, it was it was real in the crash from uh, the Vista Chinesa um, that a lot of people will remember where she slid out and then cr- um, crashed against the the uh, the brickwork, the, the the curb, the guttering, whatever you want to call it, at the side of the road, um, and was just lay still for the longest time um, as the race went by and it just took an age to get 
help to her. Um, she suffered three spinal fractures. She suffered obviously severe concussion. Um, and then a month later won the Lotto Belgium Tour, um, which was just incredible. Um, and actually over 103 pro wins, um, it's more than 70 of those have come after um, a crash that many people thought was certainly potentially career-ending um, and, and, and initially uh, also looked like it could have been life-threatening. Um, so it's just incredible. Um, the following season, she won... Um, her first rainbow jersey in time trial. She won the the Giro Donna, um, and she won La Course. Um, twenty nineteen, the first of two road world championships. She won again, obviously last year. Um, I actually think she was odds on to win in twenty twenty as well. Um, but she crashed at the Giro, breaking her wrist, didn't she? Um, and could only come in second as a result of that. Um, and that you know, obviously that was Anna van der Breggen's um bonus. Um, a Dutch one too. Um, 2021 she won the Olympic time trial she was silver on the roads um, memorably celebrating um, not realising that uh, Anna Kiesenhofer of Switzerland was a minute and 15 up the road um, but she's just as, as I said at the start Anna Meek we've only really just got to know you and it kind of feels like that um, lots of people are saying she's the greatest of all time um, well, results-wise, she's probably not. She's got 103 to Mariana Vossi's 248. Um, but I think her legacy um, is just one that it will endure. It's four Giros, three Vueltas, you know, three Tours if you count La Course. Um, double Roden and Time Trial World Champion. Two times Tours of Flanders. Um, two Liège, Baston Liège, two Strada Bianchi. And, you know, lots of individual stages in the Giro, certainly. Um, she has been an incredible rider. Um, she has worn the the rainbow jersey, um, you know, with just pride, with dignity, with aplomb, whatever you want to call it. And I, um, for somebody that is some sometimes comes across as being a bit enigmatic, um, I think she's just been an absolute joy to watch. Um, and we're going to miss her. Um, this, you know, the uh, as I said, the, the the Tour of Scandinavia is not her last race. She's going to finish um, on home roads at the CMAC Ladies Tour um, in September. Um, but you know, I'm you know looking forward to enjoying the last, you know, probably into the sing- single digits now. The number of days racing that we will see from Annemiek van Vleuten. Um She really has been one of a kind. Um, as I said, she's her star has very much been in the ascendancy as Mariana Voss's and I don't want to say has been on the decline but you know, Voss hasn't been winning as often in the last two or three seasons whereas Anamik has just been injury aside um, broken pelvises, broken arms, you know, concussion and spinal fractures um, she's been you know there or thereabouts as they say in football um, for you know the last five or six years um, we are going to miss her um, gracias Anamik we, we wish you well This has been a delayed midweek supplement from the Cycling Legends podcast, powered by vivlavello.cc. Um, you can sign up for our premium content at cyclinglegendspodcast.com. We've actually got a new feature coming. Chris Sidwell's um, is running a few My Life in Five Bikes chats, uh, which promises to be re- really interesting. Um, you know, have a think yourself: what five bikes in your life? Um, 
mean something. Um, I can go back to my old Rally Shopper 14, which was the bike I learned to ride to learn to ride on, um, right through through mountain bikes to my trip to the dark side of where I've kind of stuck for the last 13 years. Um, so look out for that coming on the premium feed. We've also got our fortnightly feed zone, uh, where chaos ensues as hands across the Atlantic, myself, Chris Sidwells, and Pat Bulger and David Stanley talk about all things cycling, um, and you know, give your recommendations to make your life better. And all on the premium feed for the price of a you know, a, a large latte, if you like that kind of thing. Um, but you can sign up at cyclinglegendspodcast.com. I, I will be back on Saturday in my usual slot. I look ahead to the Vuelta a España, which kicks off uh, in Barcelona on Saturday with a team time trial. They like a team time trial um, at the Vuelta, don't they? Uh, so we'll have a chat about that. We'll come up and bring up the speed and all the racing that's been happening since the end of the World Championships, um, and get the latest on the Tour of Scandinavia as well. Um, in the meantime, you can follow us on social media at CyclingLegends1. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Threads and on Spoutable, if you if you if you do the Spoutable thing at the Gary Fairly. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for your company, thanks for listening, um, and I'll speak to you again on Saturday on the Saturday Supplement from the Cycling Legends Podcast, powered by VivaLavello.cc. Thank you.